Hey, yo. What's good, y'all? It's the Colognes. I'm Rich. And I'm Carmen. And on this podcast, we talk about life, family, marriage, ministry. And all the things. So thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Let's get it. Yay, yay. Hey, yo. Guess who's back? Back, back again. again. Mm-hmm. The colognes are back. You could have just split the colognes into like two syllables. The colognes. Tell a friend. You know I'm not the rapper in the family. Eh. I'm sorry. Eh. <laughs> it's been 84 years. Do you know that meme? No. The Titanic one? No. <laughs> the old lady, she's like looking out the... Submarine or something. I saw like, some. I saw like, some rough it's like, like. It's been eighty four years. <laughs> <laughs> I saw some rough Titanic meme today where it was like the twenty five anniversary edition poster got released and people were going in on it because it was like, why does Rose have two different hairstyles? Because like how they photoshopped it, she has like straight hair off the front of like Jack's shoulder when she's like this, and the back of her head looks like it's been permed up. Like what? it's like curly, yeah. And like, go look at it. Go look at it. Picture. But yeah, people are like, why? Why does Rose have two hairstyles? You know, blah blah, whatever. Uh, yeah, it's been a hot minute. It's been two and a half months. It's been two and a half this months since our last entry. It's been a long day. You see, <laughs> singing that Wiz Khalifa song. <laughs> long day. <laughs> I thought you were singing a bluegrass song at first. (laughs) I couldn't think of it. Anyway, it's been a hot minute. It's been, our last episode was in October, and a lot has happened in that time. That's why why you haven't heard a podcast from the Colognes. So we do have something we're going to talk about today before we get to the actual topic we're talking about. Expectations. Expectations. Okay, there we go. (laughs) Not before we get to the topic. We're going to let you know the topic immediately. Uh, <laughs> we need well, to practice again. It's I'm, been two and a half months. <laughs> but Carmen's going to give you a little recap of what, why we have I was going to give a shout out to our fans first, actually. <laughs> okay, you're going rogue here. I like it. Go ahead. Do, do shout out do. to all of our fans, or should I say fan, Jillian Anderson. <laughs> Just one. Just... Nobody else cares. No, that's not true. But for real, she might be the truest fan. So, Jillian... We love you. Go follow her Instagram account. I am Doodle Babe. She's a great artist and um, supporter. She's great friend. She's great. Um, but for real, I mean, we we have we have. I'm not gonna say we. Yo, you need to back up off the mic though. You hurt my headphones right now. You hot right now. I mean, multiple Sorry. ways. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god, you hot girl. You're making goodness. the headphones Keep right going. now. <laughs> Uh, you got the volume needle jumping Stop. in my heartbeat, girl. Stop. What's up? Um, yeah. Anyway, we don't. I'm not gonna say we've had like mad people hit us up, but we have had an actual decent amount of people asking about the podcast. Yeah. So uh, I know people say that where they go on the go on Instagram <laughs> and they're like, "I've had so many people doing this, and people have been asking me all these questions." I don't look. I'm just saying for real, we've had we've had a good handful of people being like, yeah, um, we need more episodes, fam. <laughs> so sorry to keep you waiting, but we back. We so, back, baby. Give anyway. us give us a recap. What what the past couple months have been like over here on this side. Yeah, we've lived a lot of life. We live a lot of life at all for, times. For reals. I love that about you and me. And I was like, fam. who are you talking to? <laughs> 
You said that, but you were like looking over my shoulder. I was looking to see if there was a picture of you behind me, like talking. To Love that no, about no, us. No. So, I mean, the last time we talked to everyone, it was like October before Halloween. Yeah. And a Halloween. Weeks before. Yeah. Halloween's your favorite holiday. Yep. So, you know, we went hard. We did so much stuff. Your mom was in town. It's her Yo. tradition. Oh, pause. What? I'm not going to, I'm going to let you do the recap. But you know what? Just maybe the irony of that that it just made me think of. What? Halloween's my favorite holiday. Yeah. We did an episode talking about Halloween. Yeah. And I talked about how much I love Halloween on it. Yeah. This past Halloween may have been my favorite yeah. with family and kids and my least favorite with like how it ended. Do you remember that? Where we were living, what? we were living directly across the street from these buck wild neighbors. Oh, expectations. Expectations. We had wild neighbors. And I they were like they're gonna listen. They were come on. They were like nice. Like we could you know, we talked to them, they'd be like, What up? you know, from the porch, whatever. But they just man, they were just they would you know, be out on the porch like 3, 4 a.m. And I'm not talking like two of them. There'd be like seven of them. They'd have a little dranky drink or oh a lot of dranky God, drinks. So dramatic. And then they'd be, am, I'm being dramatic? No. Am but... I for real? <laughs> you just don't like to say this kind of stuff, but I'm not being dramatic at all. My mama was in town and we ended up having to like, I had to be those people. Like they, they were thumping Kanye West all that kind of stuff. Maybe like, they'd be a man at home. That's that's Destiny's Child. Until like four in the morning. They were. Drunk, just belligerent, cussing the top of their lungs, just getting buck wild. And the kids, you know, they're right outside the kids' window. It was, I mean, it was just, it was wild. So yep. anyway, normally in Detroit, it's kind of like a thing. People, uh, people, people go off on like New Year's. Yep. You know, you, you'd be hearing some pop, 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 pop on New Year's. I don't feel like it was like that this New Year's. What took its place was Halloween this year. Halloween just went in. So my anxiety was at like an all-time high because I'm just like, when are they going to shut up? But the trick-or-treating was beautiful because the kids are like old and like papitos old enough now to like, <laughs> he was holding hands with the little little girlfriend the whole time. It was sweet, you know. So, anyway, sorry. It was, uh, that just brought back PTSD when you talk about that. That was, oh my man, started, right. started great. Ended, I'm sorry to do that to you. Ended rough. Celebrated Halloween. That's where... A couple weeks later, mom was in town. Yep. We Your mom to... and my mom. Both well, yeah, my mom town. came yeah. for Thanksgiving. But yep. before that was mm-hmm. her anniversary. Yep. So we went on a cruise to the Bahamas. For sure. I went to Boston. You did go to Boston for a few days. But like I said, yeah. we live a lot of life <laughs> in a short... That whistle is loud. That was hot. <laughs> in a short amount of time. Um, we went to go see Hamilton on Broadway. That this was... was your first Broadway, too, wasn't it? It was. And what a uh, one to start with. That makes my heart so happy. Hamilton. Yeah, that makes me happy. Um, we celebrated I'm, my birthday. Hello. <laughs> hello. Hello. Um, Christmas. Hello. Jesus' birthday. <laughs> birthday. Yo, on your birthday, found out I was colorblind? When, oh, speaking of expectations, y'all, <sighs> my sweet, sweet husband knew I wanted these Nike Sage. They're full court. They're Nike, no, they're Nike super cores, but they're like platforms. So Listen, they have like the super all I know bottom. is they're platforms. <laughs> Listen, and I, all whew. I did was want a nice white pair of platforms for my birthday. I didn't know you wanted white, just to be fair. Okay. I'm thinking you want All wanted, of and, my shoes are white. Not, uh, not all of them. Yes. No, you, yes. <laughs> no, you had, oh, you said that like a Muppet. <laughs> uh, yes. But it, <laughs> you, you have some like, 
crazy shit. You got like pink polka dot vans. Yeah, and you bought me those too. I bought them with you at the store. You were like, oh my gosh, no, those you are cute. Didn't. Yes, I did. Richard. You you had black sequins. I don't buy polka dot vans. What's wrong with you? Like I'm walking through vans, I'm like, hey yo, those is fire right there. Come on, flesh tone polka dot vans. Let's get back to the story. So anyway. I, it's my birthday, and I go downstairs, and my brother's there, decorated the house, shot me with a confetti gun. That was great. Walk around the corner. There's tons of gifts on the table. Yeah, just a good, fun way to start the day, right? Yeah. And then you know, there's gifts, and Richard's just so excited. <laughs> I'm like cheesing ear to ear. I'm like, he's yeah. so happy. And I the whole it. time, from my perspective, there's these shoes on the table, and I saw them, and I didn't want to look at them. Like, I know. You act like I don't know you. I you saw had, you. He had them set up like angled. I had them set up like they were on display in like a, a window of a shoe store. I was like, yeah. So, I mean, finally, I can't ignore them anymore. Which is like, look at these shoes. I'm, I'm looking at the shoes. <laughs> Looking back at you, waiting for a reaction, and you're grabbing so. every other gift on the table, like, wow, thank you. And you're thanking all the kids, but you're not thanking me. Thank you, Papito. Thanks, Beanie. Thank-. And and I'm meanwhile, I'm still staring at these shoes, smiling, like, huh? Huh? And so you're not saying a word. So we get to the shoes, and he's like, so what do you think of the shoes? <laughs> and I'm like, well, we got to face the facts. I go, well, they're nice. Um, <laughs> I know. I can tell you exactly what you said. And it rocked my world. I haven't been the same since. You said, you thought I'd like them in blue? <laughs> and I looked back at the shoes with the smile still on my face because I was like, blue? And I looked at you and said, girl, these ain't blue. These are charcoal gray. And you went... Richard, those are blue. And being like you, you gotta be the most dramatic. You were like, those may be the bluest blue I've ever seen. I was so confused and after I, 11. I mean, we've been together 15 years. And I'm like, yeah. how? I don't even wear blue. <laughs> Why did you just give me blue Nikes? I was like, I didn't get you blue Nikes. <laughs> I got you charcoal gray Nikes. I don't know what you're looking at. <laughs> anyway, so my brothers are I'm like Roberto. Tell the man what color. I'm, I'm, no, 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 no. I'm certain they're charcoal. So to prove it to you, I asked Berto, and I, I grabbed one of the shoes. I walked over to him, and I said, Berto, what color is this shoe? And he goes, That's blue. I was like, I, uh, uh. Yeah, and then we proceed to. I mean, for the rest of the day and days prior, I keep asking you random you're, questions. Yeah, like, what being mean. Is this? Yeah, you're like, Hey, babe. You point at a random object. You're like, What color is that? <laughs> I'm just crying. Yeah, legit. Anyway, that was expectation. He thought I was going to be excited. And it wasn't that I wasn't excited, but I was confused. (laughs) You weren't excited. (laughs) But I made it right. I immediately made it right. Yeah, he did. I hopped online. Yep. Found the closest store that had the all white ones. Yep. Got them. We went over there. I picked them up, you know, and uh, made it right. But I couldn't return the blue ones because probably because they couldn't sell them. So the blue ones are still floating around here somewhere. I know. If anyone is a size seven, which they were actually too big to remember because they didn't. Even... <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to go all like all the way in. Now I feel so stupid for how like 
pumped I was about wrong color, wrong size. Yeah. Like you know what? It's the heart behind it. Anyway, right. Celebrating my birthday, I also <laughs> discovered Richard is colorblind. Celebrated Christmas, which is what yeah. I mean. It's not my favorite holiday. I think my favorite holiday is Easter, but. <laughs> You were about to say Easter. No, it's actually Thanksgiving. Oh my I feel gosh. like I, I don't know why I said Easter. But here's the thing, you're lying in cold blood. You love Christmas. You're all about the nativity scenes. You, you can see the ugliest, most broke down nativity scene. And if we're driving past it, you'll make me go in reverse so you can get a better look at it. Like you love you love Jesus Christmas. Is the reason for every season, right? But you love it. Christmas, so I know you're capping when you say Easter. What we do on Easter that makes you so like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's totally. Thanksgiving, anyway. Like I was saying, <laughs> yeah, right. It is really Thanksgiving, but we did Christmas and all the. You know what? Though we didn't do all the expectations. Speaking of expectations, Olivia's in uh, the Detroit Youth Choir, and it's like a. She's like a part-time job, right? It takes, it's, <laughs> it's such a takeover of our life. And so we usually do like a week of Christmas festivities. And that week she had a show. Ugh. And so she had like practice, practice, dress rehearsal show. So out of the five days of the week that we would go see Christmas lights and do a hot cocoa night and a Grinch night and a cookie night and a gingerbread, like all these things that we do to celebrate Olivia was at practice. Yeah. Slave labor. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. <laughs> so what we're talking about today, on that note, is expectations. Managing expectations. Um, so coming into the new year. We didn't, I didn't finish everything we did. You're still recapping? We went to Chicago. Okay, keep going. You remodeled and we moved into a new house. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not really a well, new house. Well, it's not a new house, but, but yeah, but... And the most important one, the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> and the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. That is an expectation I'm, Let's go. I don't think many people are shocked by. Um pumped. Let's go, Eagles. I'm I'm actually here for it. I'm really here for it. I don't I don't want to talk on football because the Broncos suck. My first team is and Who's your second team? The the Eagles are. Why did you say like that? The Eagles are absolutely my second <laughs> team. You know, I might, I might, man, I can't believe I'm going to go on record and say this. I might actually remove the Broncos as my first favorite team. <laughs> and if you know me, you know how much I love the Denver Broncos. Yeah, you can change your mind. It's deep for me. Bad expectation. No, the Bron- the Broncos are deep for me. But I feel like I'm in, you know, the Broncos represented for me like hometown stuff, childhood stuff, all of that. I grew up in the era of like the the repeat Super Bowls with John Elway, blah blah blah, and so it was just like, man, that was like the height of Bronco, you know, love for me. And I still love them, you know, like they're still great. But I'm, I'm gonna just say this: uh, no official standings, but uh, the Eagles are definitely up there. I actually do go for the Eagles, not just because of you. I give you a hard time, <laughs> but I actually like them as a team. They they feel like a gritty. You know, yeah. like American football team to me, and yeah. I and I and I get behind that for sure. I love their, I like their culture. But um, man, I don't know the the Lions. The Lions has been a slow turn for me. We've lived in Detroit for almost like seven years, and yeah. I, I I think it has been seven years. Mm, well, it will be. It will be this year. Yeah, but and um, we had a break. <laughs> I've um, 
I've dabbled with the Lions here and there. I support them because I, I always go for hometown teams. But I don't know if I was really like, yeah, the Lions, man. And I don't want to be that guy that's like, well, this year did it. But this year actually may have done it. And if there wasn't, if there was a definitive moment, it was watching the Lions play Green Bay. Yeah. In that moment, I realized, oh crap, I'm a Lions fan because every play they did, I was like, yeah, like I was cheering like I would cheer for the Broncos. I was really in it to win it. So bandwagon. Anyway, I did not expect that. No, if I was going to bandwagon, I'd bandwagon like the Chiefs or something like that. (laughs) Somebody who's consistently good. You know, the Lions are not a team to bandwagon yet, but. We live here, yeah, and I'm here for it, and yeah. maybe they'll actually be good. And I love Dan Campbell, so yeah, the coach. So yeah, we live here. We should support them. We're anyway, right. sorry. Expectations no. though. So that Eagles are going to Super Bowl. Is that the full recap? Yeah, just I mean, a new year, and I think the reason talking speaking of expectations, I mean, we had expectations to release this podcast <laughs> every two to three weeks. It's been three months. Almost. Yeah, pretty much. And um, just kind of going over how it's already February tomorrow. Yeah, literally. Or whenever you listen to this, it's going to be February. Yeah. yeah. And you <clears throat> might have already set some goals and things in mind of what you wanted for your year and having these expectations and realizing that, hey, it's not going as I thought. And so, you know, just going to talk about that. All right. So I think it would be fun to talk about maybe like your biggest uh, moment of realization as far as an expectation goes, uh, like in the new year already. You know, so a lot of people start off the new year thinking, I'm going to do this right away. Or maybe they have a, uh, what is it called? Resolution. Um, And then... You know, so any anything like that, any expectation you may have had that has already changed, either for the better or for the worse. I mean, I could give mine right away. Do it. So, like two episodes, <laughs> like two episodes <laughs> ago, which w- would have only been our second episode, uh, I we were in Pittsburgh and yeah. we were like, I remember talking and going, you know, so we we're we're gonna try this donut place, yeah. or we did try the donut place, yeah. and it was my first time having crumble cookies yep. uh, because we we're on vacation, so it was gonna yeah. be whatever. And I remember talking in that episode like, yeah, but you know the diet ain't gonna stop. <laughs> you know nothing's gonna sidetrack that. I'm on this journey, whatever. And then as <laughs> yeah, and I and I and I we stayed pretty strong. I stayed pretty strong until the end of November. You said we both stayed pretty strong. I said we, and then I said I, because I'm going to speak for myself here. I feel pretty good. Like, you know, when you get into the holidays, you're going to, you know, you're going to grab a little snacky poo here and there. You're going to have a little treat here and there. There's cupcakes everywhere. There's baked goods everywhere. It is what it is. But for the most part, I feel pretty good about how I did up until the end of November. (laughs) <laughs> right about the end, even like when I went to Boston, I went to Boston to see my brother and like diet was still intact. We, we, you know, we did, we did things sensibly. We may have had, I may have had like a, something that wasn't on like my, my meal plan or like what I wanted to eat uh, throughout the day. But we walked like 10 miles a day in Boston on and off the train to and from his house, all that. And so I weighed myself when we got back, it was, I was on point, didn't gain anything, felt good, but man, like going into Thanksgiving and coming out of Thanksgiving, literally up until today, it's been haywire. I may in that time in the past two months, just about yeah, two months, 
I may have had a total of a week of eating good. Maybe. Maybe four days of eating good. Out of that, though, outside of that, it's all been bad. <laughs> and if you know me, it's like when it's bad, I'm just swinging for the fences. I'm like, oh, I already breakfast I messed up. Well, then all day we're just going in. I'm eating every cupcake I see. I'm eating every. <laughs> so I've actually, <laughs> my expectation was, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, the day of Thanksgiving, the day of Christmas, the day of New Year, I might get off track a little bit, but in between all that, I'm going to be good. And by this time, I'm going to be down to this weight, uh, you know, going into February, I'm going to be this weight and I'm be real with you. That expectation is completely crashed and burned. I haven't weighed myself in like four weeks because I'm afraid of what it's going to say. I'm trying to eat good for like three or four weeks before I weigh myself again. So that way I like. Um, I'm not as shocked or like heartbroken (laughs) about like how I let myself down. You know what I'm saying? So that that's been mine, but we joke about it, but for real, like I just, I don't know. I kind of remind myself like managing that expectation for me looks like, Hey, like this is life and this is busy life in a busy season. Um, and that's why they call it a journey because there's going to be ups and downs, you know? Yeah. And so like, even though that might sound corny, like, well, this is why it's a journey. But like, for real, it was like, for me managing that expectation, I beat myself up for a little bit about it. But then I was like, you know what? I got to be gracious to myself because um, it really is a journey. And there's going to yeah. be times that that happens and you can't cry about it. You just got to get back on track and make up the ground that you lost. So that's me managing that expectation. But I, I'd say as a personal one, not family or ministry or anything like that. Just as a personal one, an expectation that got way away from me would definitely be my diet and stuff. Yeah. I have a problem with setting expectations for everything in my life. (laughs) Whether it be like a car ride somewhere, I'm already setting what that looks like. Like I'm like pre-planning what this all looks like in my mind. I know. I'm not telling you. I'm telling the people. (laughs) (laughs) I have expectations literally for everything. Like, I know something's coming up, and in my mind, it's like plays out what it's going to be, and then it never plays out that way. And so, I've just kind of made a conscious trying to make a conscious effort. It's so hard. But just like when I start doing that in my brain, I'm like, no, stop. Like, because what happens is I set these expectations, and I'm almost always disappointed. Always, and then it's like I'm having to reconfigure my attitude and my mindset and all of that. And so, man, you gave a specific situation, but that's every situation in my life. <laughs> every situation, I just have an expectation in every area, and yeah. I just really struggle with it. That sounds stressful. It's super stressful. It's it's a control issue. That's really what it comes down to. I just have a really bad control issue, and so. I don't know why you're looking at me. Like that. <laughs> I'm not looking at you like anything. What are you talking about? Just, I, I, I kind of, kind of facetiously said it to you the other day, uh, but like second we woke up, you know, you're like, "Hey, you gonna take Papito to school now?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah," you know, and I'm kind of like milling around. Diego doesn't have like a set time he has to be there, but obviously, like if you're paying for it. The earlier, the better. You get more time in your day to be productive before you got to go pick them up from school and all that. Um, and so 
like there's always that like, hey, the sooner the better so we can maximize our time. There's no actual time he has to be there. And I didn't have any like morning meetings or work stuff or ministry stuff, whatever, like set for a while. So I was like chilling. So you're like, hey, you're going to give him to school? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like walking in the bathroom, brushing my teeth. I'm like walking out here, getting one shoe on at a time. And I could I could just hear you getting more like, uh, you know, uh, I think you even asked me. You were kind of like, why, why are you still here? Why have you not left yet? And like I said, I think facetiously, I kind of, I kind of, uh, uh, I didn't kind of respond. I fully responded with my exact response was, I'm not really interested in managing your expectations today. Mm-hmm. You know, but that was me kind of just like, Hey, look, that's your expectation. Not my expectation. There's nobody saying he's got to be here at any certain time. So like, just chill. Cause you're stressing yourself out for no reason. How do you, so how do you, how do you, and I'm really asking you this, not because we've really ever talked about it. Like we haven't really ever talked about that aspect of it. How do you like self-regulate that? How do you manage your own expectations? Since everything, I don't, you know me, I don't live like that. Like I don't, I don't have expectations for every little thing. I kind of just roll with the punches and I'm the kind of personality where it's like, I'll take something and try to make it like what I want it to be. So if something is kind of like a drag, I'll try to like hype it up. Or if I feel like, something I want to be a part of, I'll just be like, Hey, let, like, let's just dip. Like we don't gotta stay here. You know, like I don't really let things pull on me like that. It's gotta be very personal or I gotta have a lot of investment with it. But like for you saying like, that's how every single thing in my life is. What do you do about that? How do you manage your own expectations when you're like, cause it sounds like you said just now and it almost never, ever happens like that. Well, if that's the case, then you're disappointed a lot. Yeah, I am. And people don't know that. <laughs> I mean, I know that. You know that, yeah. I live with that. You do. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do about that? I think the first step for me was just getting honest with myself, you know, and just realizing, like, man, I'm feeling disappointed. But at the end of the day, it's really no one's fault but my own. You know, and I would, I mean, you probably got the brunt of it. I mean, you did get the brunt of it. <laughs> There's no question about I, it. I do. <laughs> not did. Like, you're still you're still working on this. I am still working on it. I'm not mad it. about your thing, but, like, you're, <laughs> this isn't something that happened, like, five years ago. This was, like, two days ago. Yeah. This is something that I'm just, like, trying to actively work on. Trying to, we, like, I think we're trying to put steps into place to help with some of my expectations because it's not that the expectations are unrealistic. Mm -hmm. Like, we've talked about these things. I think in life we have realistic expectations Mm. and unrealistic expectations. Yeah. And sometimes scenarios in my brain bring these unrealistic expectations. And some of them, you know, when we have conversations, it's like, well, this is realistically what needs to happen. Yeah. And it's not happening. Yeah. And how can we fix it? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, obviously, that's why we've made some changes recently because yeah. <laughs> we know that. But I think in life... You want to... Uh, so, <laughs> long story short, a big, um, uh, like, a big trigger moment for Carmen is, like, if the day doesn't start off well, then it just don't start off well. You know, like, there's... A, takes a while to pull pull the nose up on the plane after that. So for us, there was it like like I said, I'll 
I'm not a morning person. I'm not like a great morning person. I can be, but not consistently. Yeah. This is how it started. I got yeah. pregnant with Camila. Yeah. I was really at the end of the trimester. I was really struggling. Yep. Sleeping at night. And yeah. So you would let me sleep in. Yep. And you started taking the kids. And yeah. So I would take I was, both the kids because there wasn't three yeah. yet. So I'd take both the kids to school. Yep. And I was just kind of out of it for a while. Well, then I had Camila. Yep. And obviously I was up with her and mm-hmm. breastfeeding. <laughs> so I'm still taking the kids. Yeah. Yeah. And then now Camila is over one. And now... She's good. She sleeps yeah, longer. Yeah, she sleeps all night. Uh-huh. We don't... It, we're in a different season. Mm-hmm. But I was still taking the kids and I'm not even in front. Habit. I, I'm going to own this. <laughs> but I was still taking the kids and I prob- I, wasn't the, I wasn't the optimal person... <laughs> For taking the both the kids, Olivia get Olivia is she's like you in the like in so many ways, but in this regard, because she gets up, she'll be up at like sometimes six thirty, you know, like crack of dawn, she'll be up dressed, reading a book, waiting for me to get up, you know? <laughs> and then I'm the one making her late to school and all this. Yeah. And so uh we we were just noticing that was the case, is that, you know, I'd get Olivia to school right at at the time that she had to be there. Or five minutes later. Which which <laughs> Yes, I was going to say that. Or a few minutes after. It wasn't ever like egregious, but it would be a few minutes after. And Carmen Carmen would be like, oh, she was there at 8.02? And I'd be like, yeah. And you'd be like, oh. And I'm like, Carmen, it's just a couple minutes. I mean, I don't know if anyone else is like this. and I. I'm sure they are. And I'm not saying this is a new thing. Time is like such a trigger for me. Like, it's one of those things. And it comes back to control. <laughs> for me, I'm like, I'm like a hippie. I'm like, time's a construct <laughs> of the mind, man. We're like, just so <laughs> opposite on this. And, you know, I, I just think that over the years, we've learned how to, like, manage a lot of it. But in every season, there's always just something new, right? Like, yeah. you never stop working, specifically in our relationship. You never stop working on stuff, right? Yeah. Like, and so this is just something we're always working on, right? Yeah. Because times are changing, seasons are changing, mm-hmm. the times are changing. Yeah. But no, like, I think one thing that is a misconception, you know, we're married, obviously, so in marriage, but in relationships, so speaking of expectations is like, once it's said, it's like, okay, then you never have to work on it. But the truth is, like, everything always needs to be working because everything's evolving and changing around us. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. the season we were in, being pregnant, having Camila, now we're not in that season anymore. So it's right. like, expectations change. Well, so it's like if something doesn't work... Reevaluate. Reevaluate and yeah. make it work, you know? And so I what, what we had to do was... Reevaluate. You came home one... <laughs> or I came home one day late, and you were I was frustrated. Stressed. I was so stressed. And I was like, why are you so... Whatever. And you And you said frustrated you said what needs to change for olivia to be able to get to school on time regularly and i said because this was like just to be clear this was like a solid week of her being late no it was like i i hold on, hold on. No, no, i'm being real i'm not being real i already aired myself out being real it, it's never like a solid week but the the annoying part from your end if you were if i was you looking at me i'll be honest is that <laughs> It's never consistently, like, on time. One day she'll be on time. The next day she'll be five minutes late. The next day she'll be there at 8 o'clock. The next day she'll be five or six minutes late. Like, it's it's like that. It's never early. It's never early. I never have yeah. her there 10 minutes early or whatever. It's always right at the bell or just after the bell. So And, and so I'm, I'm there at, real. like, 7.30 when the doors open breakfast. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's there waiting for breakfast to come out, like, with you. Like, she's there before the lunch lady. We're just and so, in that. 
So you said, what needs to change? And I said, you know, since you're already up, you're getting frustrated because you're awake trying to get me up to get dressed to go, but you're already up and Olivia's already up. Why don't you drive Olivia? You come home and then I will take Diego. So that way you can get going with your day. But Olivia's already at school. You're good. And then I'll go take Diego so you can get a head start on what you need to get, get started on. And it was like it clicked. Like the light bulb went off for both of us and you were like, okay. Yeah, I think so. So we've been doing that. And yeah. I think it's been all right. You still get a little edgy about, you know, me, me, me getting there, you know, with Diego at a certain time. But it's nowhere near as bad because he doesn't have a set time and Olivia does. So, so one of the ways that you've been managing it and we've been doing it together is evaluating what works or what doesn't work in, in a particular thing that might be a trigger to you in managing those expectations and then just reworking it to make it work better for our flow of things so that way we set ourselves up for like success. Yeah, I think sometimes um, we get into a rhythm of a certain routine and sometimes in the busyness of life and just the you know overabundance of activities that we do, um, we forget to stop and reevaluate. And sometimes I think in life, we miss that a lot, right? We, you know, I think um, friendships get into this rhythm, mm -hmm. marriages, relationships, people in work. It, I mean, the word for it is just being, um, not, not con what's the c word? Not content. Um, complacent. Oh yeah, we get you know complacent. I mean? Yeah, we get complacent. <laughs> I can't think of the word. <laughs> If you hear like a baby seal sound in the background, that's Diego snoring on me. He woke up. <laughs> he woke up and walked down here and he's just laying on Carmen. Just laying on me. Um, he gets his tonsils out yeah. in two weeks. And so he's got like sleep apnea. Yeah, like, wow. crazy story. Anyway, sorry. Just I heard him snoring like a baby seal. And so I wanted to make sure to say that. your sweetie pie. But sweetie. Um, no, I think we get complacent in life, right? And so we forget that seasons change, people grow, right? Like in, in regards to any part of your life, whether it be your job, your marriage, your parenting, like, I mean, even our children, right? Mm -hmm. Like Olivia is a whole little lady and I can't even talk about it without getting emotional, right? But like Jesus. we get into this place where things are working and then they're not. And so our expectations don't shift and we just realize it's not a matter of like everything's horrible and I should be mad at you and all these things but it was that moment in the living room where it's like wait we can just shift <laughs> and we can rearrange and I think that did, that did feel good right it did feel Cause good because I expected that there was a little bit of this like tension where it was like but what are we going to do? And they're like, well, then why don't you just take her? You know, and I don't want you to be like, well, I don't take her because, you know, I don't want you to take it as confrontational. Well, so, because it was this way of doing it for over yeah. a year with, you know, pregnancy and, and a newborn and yeah. all of this stuff. And you just don't sit for a second in how can we fix this? Or like, mm -hmm. you know, how can we fix this? So I think, you know, there's these realistic expectations we can make in life and then there's these unrealistic ones but the realistic ones you can work towards you know and in those unrealistic ones you know you said how do you manage it the realistic ones I think we're coming to a place where man we need to stop and we need to evaluate like with our schedules right like our schedules get crazy 
And that's when I was like, hey, we need to have a like once a week or even nightly meeting of our next day. Right. Mm -hmm. So we can know what each other's, you know, schedules are, flows, how we can support each other. That might mean me taking over this or you doing that or pickups, you know, like whatever that looks like. But then on those unrealistic expectations for me, I've just been having to like give that to God, you know, like just that simple, just being like, man, I'm creating these really unrealistic expectations in my life. And, um, whether I want it for my good or not, I have to know that like, God's got it. You know what I mean? And that's just as simple as that. Yeah. So like any, any, any end that you could manufacture or result that you could try to manufacture by micromanaging or controlling something like God already supersedes that God's not, God's not surprised when like an expectation goes awry, you know, like, yeah. God's already there. God already is working it out, you know? And, like, Scripture tells us that God's working all things, yeah. you know, to our good. And and that even means the things that don't go as we planned, you know? Even mm-hmm. when it goes off the beaten path, quote-unquote, it's not off God's beaten path, you know? He, yeah. he can take it and redeem it and flip it. And, uh, yeah, that's um that's important to know because I, I don't have a problem with, you know, expectation too much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it's different. Right? But yeah, your expectations versus mine are. Mine are kind of like um, if you make like long term expectations versus I struggle with like everyday expectations. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so for me, I mean, other than the Bible, <laughs> um, the cost of control. I was trying to find the name of this book. The cost of control, why we crave it, the anxiety it gives us. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this is just speaking to my whole situation. Shot to the heart! <laughs> a knife in the kidney! <laughs> if you can tell us what show that's from. I'll tell you what show it's from, just because you need to go watch it. If you haven't watched Sister Wives, are you... <laughs> you are missing out on the polygamy drama. And I do not endorse or support the lifestyle or the oh religion. However, I'm going to say perro. Uh, uh, but... Oh my the, god. The the that's reality TV gold. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The knives in the kidney for all the years. <laughs> People are gonna watch it. You gotta watch it. But anyway, the anxiety it gives in the real power God promises. It's by Sharon Miller. Um man, that book is just so good. I haven't even finished it. It's so good. Um and so I don't know. I think expectations, I think some of us may already be sitting in disappointment of expectations since it's already February. I saw this meme. I thought it was so funny. It's like, listen, February was just like the test run. It start the real year starts in February, and then it, and January, then it January was a test run. Yeah, and then or trial run or whatever. And then the um, next line was, and if February doesn't work out, we'll start in March. And I know that's like you know it's kind of funny, and some people can like. Um, just be like, oh, you just need to start. But at the end of the day, is like, we have the decision at any moment. You know, it doesn't matter whether that's a new year or a new month or a new week or the middle of the week. Like, everything can still be new. Everything can still start over. Um, so, yeah, I just, that's how I'm managing it. That's what I'm trying to manage. No, I think that's a good, that's a good way to end it, you know, um... 
I think it's the two takeaways that you just laid out are, you know, um, evaluate what you're doing, you know, and if you find yourself consistently frustrated or disappointed with how things are playing out, um, you know, evaluate what you're doing, see what needs to change and try to make it work for you, you know, so you're not constantly stressed or disappointed. Um, and then number two is, you know, like give it to God, like God's bigger than that. God, you know, I think we forget sometimes like God's promises, uh, like can be very real to us Mm -hmm. and, you know, God promises peace. Yeah. God promises that he'll give us his uh, load like his his burden because his burden is easy yeah and his yoke you know the 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 weight that he has to pull is light you yep. know and so um it sounds kind of like uh, you know kind of out there but like for real like you know reevaluate what you're doing do what you, do what is in your power to do to make these things more manageable but at the end of the day like give it to god let mm-hmm. let god kind of just give you peace over those things and just trust him that he's gonna take you where you gotta go no matter what you know no matter how things yeah. play out so i think that's good yeah welcome that? back <laughs> welcome back i feel like we could have talked about so many, so many things. things but you know i'm not gonna set any crazy expectations for our fans or anything but, um yeah i hope we can do this more i like doing it with you i think we will oh i like doing it with you too baby uh, <laughs> um, no, I think oh, that's Diego. Diego. Yeah, I like it better when it's just us two, but <laughs> Diego's nice too. He's in his uh, whitey tighties right now. And that he peed in. Yeah. <laughs> that is on my leg. That's life. Parenting okay. expectation. No. Uh, but yeah, uh, no, I I'm not gonna set any any standards either. But I'm I'm hoping that we're gonna be able to be more consistent. What did we do last year? Just two or three? Three. Um, but All right, moving, let's go for four this year. <laughs> moving's hard. Moving's hard. You know? Yeah. And everything was packed away. I just I literally had to dig the box out that had our mics in and all yeah. that stuff. And so now we got a little office room. I think I think we're good. I think it's safe to say we back. We back. We back. Baby. We back. We back. We back. But yeah. Anyway. Uh, thank y'all for listening as always. Thank y'all for bearing with us for that prolonged uh, break as we got our lives. Distance makes the heart grow fonder. Distance makes the heart grow fonder, hopefully. <laughs> or didn't make you disinterested. But yeah. uh, we bet. And so stay tuned. We we definitely have more on the way. For sure. For sure, for sure. Yeah, and if you um, ever miss us, just go back to the the October episode and which we did the other day and just listen to the first what? probably the first five minutes just the first five minutes that'll carry you so if you are listening to this episode and never listened to our uh, what was it previous episode what was it called spooktacular uh, spooky season spooky season <laughs> um, go back to it Okay, yeah. Anyway, right, okay. just listen to the first five minutes. No, no, go listen, go listen to all of all the episodes. There's not that many of them. <laughs> and uh, join us because there are many more to come. So, yes. Thanks for listening. If you're a new listener, welcome. If you're a returning listener, <laughs> welcome back. Thanks for being on this journey with us. <laughs> <laughs>
Soundstripe.